Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm like the only guy in Calgary not wearing a cowboy hat. And while most guys look like Howdy Doody, you're literally, what do they say? You're soaking your environment or whatever. You become part of your environment. So then I get a photo in the cowboy hat and people are saying, well, take off your dress shoes. You need boots. you got a weak belt buckle. You need a belt and buckle. I'm like, no, how, how about no? Well, unless you want to pay for some cowboy boots for me, which I'm pretty sure you don't. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Well, howdy. Welcome, everybody, to Hour 2 of the RP Show. Coming to you live from the Stage Bar at Grego Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. And another hot summer day. We're having uh, big fun out here. And uh, it is that t- it's come to that time where, of course, we bring the moose back in from Lake Country yep, today. Darren Moose DuPont. Great hair. And we talk about uh, all the things... That the viewers want to talk about. We've gone through our quick six show topics, Moose, uh, and they are the Garrett Marino suspension, the longest in CFL history of the Rough Riders D lineman, the Leafs getting Matt Murray in a trade from Ottawa, and our poll question today for Capital Auto, Auto Mall Universal Collision Center is can the Leafs win a Stanley Cup with Matt Murray in goal? I'm, I'm not done discussing that with you, and I don't think you're done discussing it either. Um, the goalie carousel as we approach free agency in the NHL. Four Phillies won't play tonight for Philadelphia in Toronto because they're unvaccinated. Uh, Canadian Premier League here in town tonight. The Calgary Cavalry home to the Halifax Thunderbirds. But most, because you spent so much time here, you'll understand this. This is our 15th week of Grey Eagle for me. So you'll get, you'll get the lay of the land. I went down to take the, shake the dew off my lily in the break. You know, I c- come down and do that little hairpin turn and come back to that bathroom there. And um, the song playing over the speakers here was Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? And I can't remember who sings it, but what a great song that is, eh? Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? You know that one? Yeah, I know it really well. Yeah. And I just thought it was kind of ironic that it would be playing here <laughs> in this casino on day five of the Calgary Stampede. And I'm thinking, here's one. Here's one, Moose. I brought it in here. What do you think? Yeah. Too fake, too full, I love it. Too, How about too, that? Too Woody. Hell yes. <laughs> no. Too Woody from Toy Story? <laughs> no, I think you can pull it off. It's good. Yeah, it feels. Far, it looks far, natural far on you because you've worn one, right? Yeah. Believe it or not. But the thing is, when they say, where have all the cowboys gone? I'm like, you're going to need to be more specific because this town's full of them. We got 1.4 million here this week. And what we talking? Drugstore cowboys, Coca-Cola cowboys, rhinestone cowboys, Broadway cowboys, real cowboys. 
You know, there's, there's a lot of different ones. They're all here. They're all here. Yeah. And my dad well, said when I to hear me that, once, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was hearing bull busting's over. So they're, the cowboys that were at Gray Eagle are literally gone. The real cowboys. But anyways, to your dad. <laughs> I, I meant to say that. You were with me that day in the restaurant. Olix was serving us, and he was like, oh, the cowboys were here. They were all in their, in their garb and costumes. I'm like, it's not a uniform, brah. <laughs> That's what they wear all day, every day. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> here come the comments from the viewers. I, I don't know for how long I can leave this on, but they, they, don't, they don't mind. That's the one thing about me, as you know, in this town. Or, sorry, with me overall. I just want to be real. You know, I want you to deal with a real me. And if you don't like it, you know what you can do. But I'm not a real cowboy. That's why I didn't want to wear a hat. But uh, the viewers don't seem to mind. And the people in Calgary, they're like, hey, jump on. <laughs> jump on the bandwagon. So yeah. uh, I'm cool with it. And it's been great. And uh, Oh, but I was just thinking about this. You were talking about big thinkers. The guys that started the Calgary Stampede, whatever, 100 years ago. They're a little like you. Can you imagine these guys sitting around, probably having a coffee, going, you know what? Let's do this. Let's have a rodeo every day, but let's do it for like 10 days. And then let's like have uh, a parade and put like 90 parade, uh, floats in it. And let's have a, you know, a, a, a famous person come and be the marshal. And let's uh, like... Can you imagine? This thing is a thousand well, Rod, times bigger than the Super Bowl. I thought the Super Bowl was if, big, man. Well, if we're going to do that, we might as well have fireworks every night because there'll be different <laughs> people that will come out each night. And some people won't be into the rodeos. So let's put up the Ferris wheel and have corn dogs. And oh my God, this is going to be the greatest festival ever. That's what I'm saying. That's the thing. Oh, let's put up a country concert hall. Uh, shoot, let's Who's, put up five. Who's the guy what? or girl that, that finally stood up in the meeting and said, okay, guys, that's it. No more stuff. That's where we draw the line. They don't. They just keep adding and adding and adding. Yeah. Jeff, the Stamps fan, uh, writes in and says, uh, Rod, you look great. Thank you, Jeff, the Stamps fan. Um, my, cousin, my cousin Christine says, Rod, what were you going to say about your dad? Uh, we were sitting in the truck cab on Main Street in Milestone, Saskatchewan. And this is the way that my dad talked to me. He turned to me and he goes, you know, you can pull just about anything off. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you're a hockey player. You fit in with the hockey guys. You fit in with the cowboys. You fit in with the music people. You play the guitar and the piano. You fit in with the media guys. I was writing a column in the Weyburn newspaper when I was in grade 11. <laughs> dad was like, you can pretty much do whatever the hell you want in life, can't you? And I'm like, yeah. I think so. <laughs> should I leave this thing on or not? Yeah, I think Why you not? should. Hell yes. Yeah. Okay, hell yes, they say. Jeff the Stamps fan says, Guy Wiedek was the founder of the Calgary Stampede. That just, dawned, that just dawned on me just as I was driving around this week. I'm like, who? <laughs> can you imagine that conversation? And, and just to push this back, like when they started all this, that's big thinkers. And that's what made me think of this. Look at our last year. You go through my photos on my phone, Darren. You and me and our viewers, Stanley Cup final in Montreal, 
Super Bowl in Los Angeles, obviously Calgary Stampede. I put the Centennial Cup in Esteban in that because it was as, as much fun as all the rest. Uh, what am I missing? It's been quite home a while. opener in Edmonton on the pirate ship in the West Edmonton Mall. We packed up yeah, and took right our, one now. of our first shows was to win was to Winnipeg inside uh, the arena for the World uh, Junior Lacrosse Championships. That was cool. Yeah, we've we've been everywhere. Yeah, that was in August too. So that's less than a year ago. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and I just yeah, it's the thing is I do get from time to time the odd text. From the old guard saying, Rod, do you miss do you miss your time? Do you miss being in the CFL? <laughs> don't don't make me say it. <laughs> it was great, but it's over. Now, having said that, uh, uh, Max Hardwick, viewer who I believe is in Winnipeg, says Paula Cole, great singer, saying, "Where did all the Cowboys go?" I think the title is "Where have all the Cowboys gone." But doesn't mean that we're not CFL fans. And I was listening to Matt Nichols the other night. Uh, I was coming home from Edmonton listening in the rain delay. Uh, Matt Nichols, the former Eskimos quarterback, was on the radio. And they said, hey, with all these quarterbacks going down, would you consider Matt a return to play? And he's like, no, I'm retired. And he was at the game with his kids. They were having a summer holiday in Canada. I think he's a California guy, Matt Nichols. And uh, he goes, no, it's great being a fan. And I think that's the point is, Moose, it's great being a fan. We're just fans. And the wonderful thing is these sports organizations give us the passes, so it's like a fast pass for all the fun stuff. But we've worked our nards off for decades to be in the position to do that. And uh, like the Calgary Stampede this morning called, and they're like, yeah, we got uh, we have passes for you. What do you, what do you need? <laughs> Whatever you want. By the way, Matt Murray is speaking with the media right now, the Toronto media. So let's go back and get serious for a second. And then I want to talk probably next segment about Touchdown Atlantic and the Riders and the Argos and more on Garrett Marino. But for our Eastern Canadian viewers, of which we have many, and a lot of them are Leaf fans out there, this is not an indictment of Matt Murray. I think you said it well last hour. Again, the poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center today is, can the Maple Leafs win a Stanley Cup? with Matt Murray, and 91%, last I saw, 91% of you people saying, no, they can't win a Stanley Cup with Matt Murray in goal. And um, I think what they need to realize, Darren, and you know the game very well, and I believe I do, it's not just about rotating goalies in the crease, and it's not just about goaltender play. Yeah, the Lightning won two Stanley Cups, with who everybody believes is still believes is the best goalie on the planet, Andre Vasilevsky. It helps. But you can still win a Stanley Cup with just a little above average goaltending. The Avalanche did it this year. Like, what does that say? And that's the crappy part of, of the, the business side of sport. Has Kemper even had the Stanley Cup yet? I don't think he has. I saw Ryan Murray had it in Regina. I don't know if you saw that or not. Uh, Avalanche defense. He's already had it. So it's probably making its way to Saskatoon uh, with Darcy Kemper, but he's not even going to be an Avalanche in a couple days. I know. I know. And it's funny you brought that up because I was thinking about that throughout the first hour and after we, you know, brought up Matt Murray the first time. You know, we talked about this a few weeks ago when the Stanley Cup was handed out. It's a copycat league. And 
I mean, this is as much evidence as you need that it's a copycat league than the Leafs going out and getting a cheaper goaltender that's, you know, tier two, maybe, right? And putting your hopes in that and saving that money to maybe get an elite puck-moving defenseman or to try and shore up your bottom six or to get, you know, some other players into your lineup. Uh, This is the avalanche, right, with Darcy Kemper. They weren't hanging their hat on a perennial all-star goaltender, a sure, you know, bona fide Hall of Famer or a, you know, tier one goaltender in the National Hockey League. A good goaltender, yes, but not a elite goaltender. And that's how I would describe Matt Murray. He's had success. He's probably still a good goaltender, but he's not a great goaltender. So here's your copycat. Hey, uh, Moose, it was 11-11, 11-11 Mountain. Oh. While you're on your rant there, our prayers are being answered, by the way. <laughs> Jennifer from the Four Seasons says, no, I can't get that darn song out of my head. Where have all the cowboys gone? It was good. I liked it. Paula Cole. Jeff the Stamps fan says, with so many Sask-born players in the NHL, seems the cup ends up there every summer. It doesn't seem. It does. Uh, And I'll also say this. Like, the Leafs need to shore up. It's not like they're just missing a goalie and they're going to win a Stanley Cup. Like, there are teams that you know are that, right? Not every team's like that, but some teams. I think the Leafs got far more problems, per se, than in goal. This will potentially help. You know, John the Order fan wrote in last hour and said they've downgraded in goal. Bravo, Kyle Dubas. Would you agree with that? I mean, I can't dismiss game seven against Montreal in round two last year when Jack can't they all quit all of them Mm -hmm. remember watching that game going where's the they did that if you could just buy heart hey wouldn't that that would solve a lot of the Leafs problems and I've said that's the case you know with this team is forget trying to bring in new players because like you just said you can't buy heart and you can't trade for heart and you can't just you know, make it, create it in a laboratory. You have to develop it. And your guys need to go through the pain to build that toughness and that scar tissue and learn how to overcome it. So I'm not a fan of changing the roster a whole lot. I, I'm a fan of sticking with your guys. But yeah, yeah, a downgrade in goal, but you do a downgrade in one area to hopefully upgrade another. So if you're going to downgrade in goal, where are they going to try and find an upgrade? Maybe on the back end. Jeff, the Stamps fan, or sorry, Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg writes in and says, um, will the Shanna plan finally come through for the Leafs? Now that might be the, the better poll question. We could do that any day, however, <laughs> any day of the year. Hot and uh, and um, you just wonder... Because this plan looks very helter-skelter to me. (laughs) I thought it included Mike Babcock. I thought it included Freddie Anderson. I thought it included Joe Thornton and Nazem Kadri. Now it includes Mark Giordano. (laughs) And do you know what I mean? Like, it seems my old radio partner, Carm Carturi, would call it grab bag. It just seems grab bag and uh, knee jerk. You know, like, what, what... what is the plan? You cheap, keep changing goalies every year or every two years. John Ohm 
writes in and says, I'm late, but anyways, howdy, partners. Nice cowboy hat, Rod. Thank you. Well, our older viewers watching on cable television right now will remember a gal by the name of Minnie Pearl. Do you know Minnie Pearl? I'm sorry. No, you don't. Um, Google her in the break. Minnie Pearl. It was an old TV show, and she used to come into the room and go, howdy. And while you're at it, Google little Jimmy Dickens, because I think I saw a guy that looked, I thought it was little (laughs) Jimmy Dickens on the weekend. (laughs) So I know the old people are going to love me even more, because they remember these folks. Google Minnie Pearl, M-I-N-N-I-E, Pearl, and little Jimmy Dickens. And I'm going to do that while I'm listening to Paula Cole. (laughs) Right? Okay. Live studio audience, it's growing, Moose. Ooh. Yeah, I know. And tomorrow we're going to have sponsors down here. Tim Hunter's going to be here to uh, talk about NHL free agent frenzy. By the time Tim Hunter comes on, we'll be one hour into the free agent frenzy. So, yeah, when we come back, I want to talk CFL, and I do want to talk Touchdown Atlantic and all of the week six games. And more on Garrett Marino, who's been handed the longest suspension in the history of the Canadian Football League. That's all I had. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces and 31 U.S. states, live daily on YouTube, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Day five at the Calgary Stampede is at hand. Another beautiful day here, and we continue to broadcast live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. They do have room availability here in July. Check them out at GreyEagleResortandCasino.ca. Before we bring the moose back in, a sports update for Hour 2. The Philadelphia Phillies will be without four players. JT, Real Muto, Alec Bohm, Aaron Nola and Kyle Gibson during a two-game series against the Toronto Blue Jays due to Canadian restrictions on unvaccinated travelers. Phillies president Dave Dombrowski says the four players will be placed on the restricted list and forfeit two days of pay. Game one is tonight at Rogers Center. Forward Valerie Nachushkin is staying put with the Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche, while Evgeny Malkin's tenure with the Pittsburgh Penguins is Apparently over after 16 seasons, Malkin has reportedly decided to become a free agent rather than re-sign with the Pens before the start of free agency on Wednesday. Stanley Cup champion Tim Hunter will be with us here at the Grey Eagle tomorrow on Free Agent Frenzy. It'll be Game Plus TV's version of Free Agent Frenzy with myself and Tim Hunter and also Alan May, Washington Capitals analyst. Defensive lineman Garrett Marino of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders has been hit hard with three separate suspensions totaling four games from the Canadian Football League. Marino was suspended two games for a low hit on Ottawa quarterback Jeremiah Masoli, one game for comments made about Masoli's heritage, and one game for an illegal tackle on an Ottawa offensive lineman. And police in a Dallas suburb have concluded that heat stroke caused the death of former Dallas Cowboys running back Marion Barber III. Frisco police say a medical examiner ruled Barber's death an accident 
Police making a welfare check on June 1st found the 38-year-old former Pro Bowler dead inside a Frisco apartment. The sports update for the World Junior Hockey Championships. Gear up, Alberta. The World Juniors are back in Edmonton this summer from August 9th to the 20th. Single-game tickets start at $40. Get yours at HockeyCanada.ca. For Ballers Rec Room, your official home of slow pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Again, we welcome in the viewers with as many comments as uh, they'd like. Let's bring the moose back in. Uh, viewer Jeff in Calgary says, at what age are you officially considered an older viewer? And I guess that would be if you understand my references to pop culture, which is in a lot of ways black and white television. I'm showing my age and my upbringing here. But did you Google Minnie Pearl and Little Jimmy, yes. Little Jimmy Dickens? What'd you think? Yes. Yeah, I mean, um, just like so you described. Now, I think Little Jimmy Dickens... That's familiar to me. That's familiar. Okay. But Minnie Pearl definitely wasn't familiar. Uh, well, little Jimmy Dickens, I don't think he's still alive, but he at least was in color television. So if you ever watched CMT, you'd see him. He was a grand old Opry legend. But one of the viewers said Minnie Pearl also had a price tag dangling from her hat. Well, my price tag's still in here, too. One hundred and forty-nine <laughs> ninety-five. So I'll say it again. People in Calgary are saying, Rod, you want to buy my... Well, a lot of people are saying, you need boots, you need a buckle, you need this. What do you think I made of money? What you saved to PST? Stuff, man. Yeah, you don't have to pay, pay PST. God bless <laughs> Alberta. Right, Lee? <laughs> That's right. Lee's here. And um, awesome. we're going to get Lee. into... Yes, we're going to get into all the topics here. So... I would say that we have sufficiently covered the National Hockey League stuff, and tomorrow's going to be pretty much all that. So our, our quick six show topics, if anything tickles you, number one was Garrett. Hit the horn again, Jordan, if you don't mind. Let's wake everybody up. See if they're awake. The quick six show horn. There you go. Number one, the Garrett Marino suspension of the Rough Riders d lineman, longest in CFL history. Point two, the Matt Murray Trade to the Leafs. We've covered that. Point three, the goalie carousel, which doesn't take a lot to talk about. There's more teams that need goalies than there are goalies, which shoots up the goalie's value, and I love it. Point four, the Blue Jays opening that series tonight, and the Phillies missing four unvaccinated players. Um, that real Muto, the catcher for the Phillies, the highest-paid catcher in the majors, I did read the, qu the quotes from him. And I'm like, we're two years into this, bro, Why, or I guess a year and a half since the vaccines really have been rolled out. It's like, why are they still answering questions about this? Can I just say this for one second? Like, Real Muto's had an answer to the Philadelphia media. They're saying, why aren't you making this road trip? Why are you being selfish and not getting a shot? And his answer was the same as what a lot of my friends that aren't vaccinated is, which I have no problem with. They're like my best friends. And we don't argue about it. We have adult conversations, but Real Muto's like, nobody's going to tell me what to do. The Canadian government's not going to tell me what to do. It's my body, and I'll suffer the consequences. I can't argue with him with that. Can you? No, I can't. And it's because of the end of that statement. My body, my choice, whatever. And he said, and I'll suffer the consequences. So understanding that there are consequences, the rules are in place for a reason that the rule makers decided was sufficient enough, and that's cool. They made the rules, and we get to make decisions on if we want to 
you know, travel and do things, or if we want to not get the shot. I mean, he's open to making that decision. And so it's, I wouldn't, I mean, I'm not all over him for making that decision. He's out some money and he can't travel. That's the consequence. Uh, right. And with the, the government's not going to tell me what to do. I mean, just for spits and giggles, I will needle some people and say, so you don't obey by the 100K speed limit? Or any one of the other government-mandated restrictions that we have? But whatever. About a hunting license? Uh, uh, well, uh, you name it. Yeah. But, but it, it's pointless. Wayne and Victoria, Rod, if you spend $150 on a cowboy hat, then yes, you are rich, LOL. I didn't say I didn't have money. What I'm saying is I don't like to spend it. But if I am going to spend it, I'm going to buy something quality, not some $10. You know that place, that cowboy store we went by, that you jumped on the horse, or you, <laughs> or you were going to jump on the plastic yes. horse out front? They, uh, on McLeod Trail South, they had a sale on $10 cowboy hats. And I'm like, I can just imagine the second it rains on that thing, bro, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I understand if yeah. I'm going to spend it, it's going to be quality. Yes. Yeah. And that plastic uh, horse, I, I, I'm yeah. worried that, you know, if, if either one of us would have actually jumped on it, we would have snapped its legs clean off. And, you know, to the quality thing, um, Mel Gross, guy in Saskatoon, Phil's dad. Uh, has the saying, quality doesn't cost, it pays. And because it lasts and it gives you va real value. So there you go. Well, and when I was buying this at Giddy Up, the country wear store in Airdrie, uh, she said, I was going back and forth between felt and straw. And she goes, well, you're not going to want uh, the felt hat in Florida. You're going to want the straw hat. And I said, believe me, I won't be wearing this in Florida. Neither one of them, but thanks. Anyways, to the CFL thing, for the viewers uh, that have been clamoring for it, um, here's, here's the week six in the CFL. Wednesdays really are CFL days, but I guess we don't, won't be getting into that tomorrow because it's free agency. So here are your games. I haven't put the betting lines out yet from Bet Regal. If somebody wants to look them up and put them in the chat, they more than welcome, they're more than welcome to do that. Thursday, it's Edmonton at Montreal, a rematch of the 2002 Grey Cup. Friday, Calgary at Winnipeg, a rematch of the 2001 Grey Cup. Right, Lee? Saturday, Sask at Tirana in Touchdown Atlantic, a rematch of the 1997 Grey Cup. And uh, the second game of the doubleheader is Ottawa at Hamilton. And I think when we do do the poll on Canada's Game of the Week, it's got to be Bombers Stampeders. And it's not just because I'm sitting here in Calgary. Everybody's talking about the Battle of the Unbeatens, and I think it'll overshadow Touchdown Atlantic unless I'm missing something. How do you feel? No, I, I'm with you on that. I mean, Touchdown Atlantic is a cool event, but I don't know. I've, I haven't seen really anything come out of Atlantic Canada yet leading into the game. No. You know, like, I want to see coverage of the festival, and I want to see the Lobster Fest and all the different things that might be going on. I don't even know what's happening, but... Um, it is cool, and it is fun, and it's a destination, and I hope it grows into this wonderful, you know, uh, date on the calendar. But you're right. It's Winnipeg-Calgary, um, the two unbeaten teams. Winnipeg just knocked off one in 
in BC and Calgary just continues to ho-hum, go through their schedule. Finally, a dominant win. I think both of these teams right now are coming in at their peak, right? Winnipeg's defense played well. Their offense was all world as well. Calgary just came off a game where they really flexed their muscles. I think you got both teams at their best going head to head. It's going to be a great game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it would be nice. I can't speak, obviously, for TSN and and, uh, Sportsnet's not even going to. Do they know there's a touchdown Atlantic? I'll give Sportsnet credit. They've been showing far more CFL highlights than they have, I feel, for the last couple of years. But it would be nice if TSN had their people out there. But it's only Tuesday. Obviously, they're going to go. I understand from producer Clark that Justin Dunk's going to be joining us from Touchdown Atlantic on Friday's program. Our Football Friday, we're going to do that. But, I mean, the CFL people, they got to kind of stand down. And they got to understand something, too. I get it. I was in that world. Um... For a long time, the fandom. But they need to think outside themselves and realize that the popularity of the league isn't what it once was. The NHL's growing. CFL's not. They really got to look outside themselves. And it's interesting, too, BW in Edmonton regarding this Phillies situation. I'll read the comments on the vaccination just because we try to be inclusive. But BW says, weird they didn't fly the Phillies to Detroit, then bust them into Toronto, similar to what the Oilers did in the playoffs. Fly to Abbotsford, bus to Everett, Washington, and then fly to Colorado or L.A. From Wendell Weeb writes in, he says, haters going to hate us unvaccinated. Respect to those who don't let the shamers shame them. (laughs) I don't want to start a holy war. Oh, my God. But also, it allows me to sleep well at night because I understand that people are just off the chain in a lot of ways. I'm not saying these guys are, but I saw somebody was tweeting something about me the other day, and it was was something in recovery, right? And they're like, what a great guy, what a great story. And some guy's like, I lost all respect for him when I heard that he was anti-COVID. What are you talking about, dude? I am vaccinated. Then the next guy says uh, in the Twitter string, well, I saw his stance on guns, so I don't support him. I've never said a damn word in private about guns, let alone publicly. I don't have an opinion. (laughs) So it doesn't bother me anymore because people are freaking nuts. I'm not saying these folks are. They're watching the show right now, but I'm so... But people sure don't get tired of arguing about it, do they? They're gonna t- they're gonna take whatever opinion they want, and you know stick it with you, and you just can't let it bother you. And, and good thing that you don't, because uh, um, yeah, I don't recall any of those things being said on the show or or anywhere else. But never never even thought about anything about guns, other than saying guns don't kill people; people do. And if that's what you got a problem with, then you're just not. You shouldn't be listening to what I say at all, because that's what I feel. Guns aren't the problem. People are. And that is a fact. If you don't agree with that, see you later. Um, uh, And by the way, on the vaccination thing, we're also pro-choice. But we talked about our last calendar year with this show. Where have we been? Stanley Cup Finals, Super Bowl, uh, uh, Centennial Cup, World Junior Lacrosse Championship. There was some that I missed. Where else? Edmonton. Oh, yeah, uh, NHL uh, season kickoff. Right, right. So yeah. it was our choice to get vaccinated and travel and do this show and their choice to not 
get vaccinated. What, we're pro-choice here. Mosia in overtime, okay? Okay, yeah. Sean Reynolds, Sportsnet Winnipeg, joins us next to preview some uh, NHL free agency. If you've got some questions for him, load them up. He'll join us next. We're broadcasting live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on the Game Plus television network, available all across Manitoba on Bell MTS Cable, in Saskatchewan on Sastow Max, and Alberta and B.C. on TELUS Optic Cable. We're also live streaming on YouTube, and we got 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, welcome back to the RP Show, everybody. Look at that. Day 5, Calgary Stampede. It is the place to be, and I can finally confirm, not that it needed it, the greatest outdoor show on earth. I'm loving it. Check out our social media for uh, shots and video this morning from the Pancake, uh, Pancake Breakfast here at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, which Lee tells me is still going on until noon. Fantastic. You're going to have to help me out, viewers. Help me out here. Um, producer Clark informing me that there is no Sean Reynolds. He has not heard hide nor hair, as they say, of Sean Reynolds from Sportsnet Winnipeg to talk about the Jets might have in store for free agency. And I want to ask him what uh, is the take of Jets fans on the hiring of Rick Bonus as head coach, like we didn't already know. But I'd like to hear it from Sean Reynolds. But Clark hasn't heard from him. So I got some things that I want to talk about. Oh, here we go. From Dougal Cameron, watching in Calgary on Game Plus TV, he says, uh, nice hat, Rod. It's the only one you'll need to buy. Thank you. Spent a lot of money on it as far as I'm concerned. $150 for a straw hat. I'm going to get my money's worth out of it. Cinny, watching in Pittsburgh. Cynthia says, love the hat, Rod. And by the way, more entrants coming in. Text World Juniors to 902 518 3033. All caps. And that's all you got to do is send a text on the 902 line. It's, is it that hard? Pick up your phone and text in World Juniors. And you'll be automatically entered in a draw to win tickets to the games of your choice. Round Robin games. What do they call them now? Preliminary games or. Qualifying games, I don't know. Everything's got to change. Used to be round-robin games. Now that's not good enough anymore. Group stage. Not playoff games. How about that? Uh, I do have some breaking news that I'll get to in a moment, but uh, Brady Witt, Brady watching in the... Happy belated birthday, by the way, Brady. One of our P1 Priority One viewers in the Brit City says, Hey, Rod, the suspension of Garrett Marino is a statement maker. He said, What do you think of the new Houston Texans helmets? I love them. They're slick, shiny, and clean. Gronk is apparently officially retired. Where will be interesting to see where Evgeny Malkin lands? He always puts his four or five thoughts in one. Far better than I. I take 20 minutes to do my quick six show topics. Brady does it in 140 characters. How about that? Uh, I'll be frank for a second. You can, I know I can be whoever I want, but I'll be frank for a second. 
I have not seen the Houston Texans' uh, new lids. So I'm going to have to Google that. Clark, if you want to Google them real fast and throw them up on the screen, let's all have a look at the Houston Texans' new helmets. And while he searches for that... Wait a minute. Did they change their logo, too, or just the helmets? Don't tell me this is... Oh, okay. I was going to say, this isn't another sucky team changing their logo because they suck so much to try and deflect from their suckiness. Anyways, from the Canadian Football League today, quarterback Zach Caleros and receiver Dalton Shane of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and Calgary Stampeders kick returner Peyton Logan were named CFL Top Performers of the Week today. Caleros, the CFL's outstanding player last season, completed 22 of 30 passes for 288 yards and three touchdowns in Winnipeg's 43-22 road win over BC on Saturday. Shane had eight catches for 117 yards and two touchdowns for the Bombers. And Peyton Logan accumulated 196 all-purpose yards for the Stamps, including two touchdowns in their 49-6 evisceration of the Edmonton Elks. He logged in, but he's late. Uh, that's okay. Throw, throw up. We won't have a lot of time. Throw up the logo, if you don't mind. The new helmet. This is what Brady wanted us to see. Thank you. Ooh, oh, me likey. How about They're that? They're still going to suck. They're still going to suck. FYI. But the helmet is fire, as they say. Okay. I, this guy's obviously a busy guy. Let's bring him in, Sean Reynolds. And, uh, Sean, I'd like to see you in a cowboy hat, by the way. I, but you know what? The Whaler's lid ain't bad. It ain't bad. How you, how you doing, bad. honey? Not bad. Hey, I've got a rule. I don't think people should wear a cowboy hat unless they've spent some time on a ranch. So I, I don't feel like I've earned the right to wear a cowboy hat. I'm sorry if I'm taking you down. I don't know if you've been there, but uh, I come from a farming family, but we're the branch of the family that left the farm. So I kind of don't feel like I've earned the stripes to do that kind of stuff. So maybe one day I'll go. Uh, well, listen, I was raised on one, and I still didn't feel right wearing a hat. But come spend 15 weeks in Calgary or five days at the Stampede, and you get shamed into wearing one. My God, you'd be better off to it. be unvaccinated. No, never mind. Did I say that? <laughs> Hey, Sean, how you doing, man, on the eve of, of – I feel like Winnipeg is not as rattled as some other markets as we approach free agency 24 hours from now. Well, they're not rattled because nothing ever happens in Winnipeg on free agency. I've said this before. If you go back and you look at the biggest free agents the Jets have signed over the years, they've been here over a decade now. You're talking about Dmitry Kulikov and Steve Mason. Like, it is not a big day here. This is just not. Now, maybe, just maybe, it's going to get interesting this year in the idea that uh, um, it sounds like there's, you know, we're seeing so many buyouts and so many teams having to try and clear cap space that I do think that, uh, you know, other than the select few, you know, really, really big names on the list out there that a lot of, you know, unrestricted free agents are going to have to kind of readjust what they can expect out on the market. So um, maybe just maybe that puts the Jets into a spot where a player that usually wouldn't come there, the Jets can offer them the kind of money that they were expecting. And maybe something happens with that. But the fact of the matter is the Jets, 
as things currently sit with Blake Wheeler uh, still in the lineup, there's not a lot of room for them to spend money. I mean, I think it's 13 players they need to re-sign with a, in the neighborhood of $18 million. One of those players is Pierre-Luc Dubois, who's just, you know, at the, at the least going to uh, chew up about $7 million of that. So then you're talking about 12 players in the neighborhood of $11 million. There's, there's not a lot to go around in Winnipeg unless they move some pieces. And that's the big issue is if the Jets were going to move some pieces, it sure would be nice for them to move it beforehand so they knew what they were doing or knew what kind of money they had to spend. Uh, Winnipeg viewers chiming in now. Well, and Southern California, too. Jenna says that Texans helmet is fire. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Jeff in Winnipeg nice. says, Rennie, what? Yeah, Rennie, what's your thoughts on the Malkin situation? For those that don't know, if Jenny Malkin, after 16 seasons in Pittsburgh, is going to go out and uh, test free agency, well, is that a surprise to you? I mean, a little bit just because of, you know, the, the history that's existed between those teams. But if you take a look at it on the surface, I don't think it's surprising at all because this is a player who has spent how much of uh, his recent years injured, right? And uh, this is also, to a player that has played, you know, his entire career you know, and we're talking about a guy who's won a Hart Trophy here, won an Art Ross Trophy, has played his entire career with the benefit of coming off the bench in behind Sidney Crosby and playing against the, you know, the, the second best shutdown unit uh, on every single team that he plays against. Uh, I, I'm not trying to diminish what he's done here, but what I am saying is this is a player that's been injured for, for quite a long time here. Uh, I think he's 35, turning 36. I know he's the same uh, year as Blake Wheeler. These are guys who have definitely been able to turn back the clock and avoid father time, but the expectation is in the next couple of years, that's not going to happen. So I don't know what he's asking for financially, um, but I do think that the Penguins are a team that could take that money and see what else out there see what they could lock up they still have Sidney Crosby who I thought you know we saw in the playoffs before he got injured by Jacob Truba um, was up to his old tricks and showing that he can almost single-handedly win series and he can most definitely still drive a hockey team uh, so I would be okay with taking that money elsewhere and seeing what else I could find maybe some younger longer term options to kind of uh, carry Sidney Crosby into you know that the late 30s he's still going as well so I, I, I'm not surprised by it to be honest I'm kind of surprised that maybe uh, he wouldn't have altered his expectations and maybe asked for less money to stick around Hey, two quick rapid-fire ones before we let you go. I guess, number one, how is the Jets fan base <clears throat> pardon me, dealing with the hiring of Rick Bonus? From what I see, it hasn't been entirely positive. What are you sensing? <laughs> yeah, I'm sensing that people are frustrated, but they were they thought they were going to get Barry Trotz, who's uh, at the very top of the mountain, and they went a little bit down the mountain, and people are upset about that. They shouldn't be. I think Rick Bonus is as good a plan B's you ever could have come up with and to be honest with you I like him more than a lot of the plan A's that other teams went for they need their room correct this is a guy who can do it they need to be better defensively this is a guy who can instill that they need their young players to still uh, produce offensively well he's found a way to get guys like Jason Robertson scoring and popping and uh, 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 Joe Pavelski guys like that are still putting up good numbers while still playing well defensively every single need the Winnipeg Jets have right now in my mind Drick Bonus has shown he He's a, play, he's a coach that can get that out of his players. And never mind the fact that there's four coaches who have taken their team to the Stanley Cup final in the last three years. He's one of those four coaches. And in doing so, he knocked off, oh, the Colorado Avalanche and Jared Bednar in the process, the Golden Knights and Pete DeBoer in the process. This is a guy who knows how to coach in matchups. If Jets fans are upset about this, they need to give their heads a shake and take a look at what they're getting here. 
I could not agree more. I got more, but we are out of time than telling me. Uh, Rennie, thanks for this, my man. Enjoy the summer there in Winnipeg in the Slurpee capital. Let's do it again soon. Yeah, you bet. I appreciate you having me. Sorry I was late. All good, buddy. Sean Reynolds, uh, Sportsnet Winnipeg. Moose rejoins us for Taco Time viewer takeover when we come back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. YouTube Live, of course, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is the RP Show. We are live from Calgary Stampede. Day five, and uh, let's bring the moose in here um, for the last, if he's with us, and I believe he is. Uh, $2 tacos all day and night at the nearest taco time closest to you. Moose, you, 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 you blew my mind with a bean taco. You ordered it a while back. What is, you can get that? That's a thing? Oh, delicious. Very, very good. Um, it's, I guess it's the vegetarian option. I was just looking for something different. Uh, uh, okay. No wonder I hadn't tried it or heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Funny t- Makes talk. Makes with Sean. Son of a cattle farmer here. Uh, but hey, you do you? Not you. Yep. Vegetarians, whatever you call yourselves. You do you. I'll do me. Matthew Furnell watching on uh, YouTube says, Hi, Rod. I'm wondering if you would be willing to listen to my podcast and give me some feedback on it if I sent you a link. Absolutely, Matthew. That is a Texas 10-4. Um, Moose, I've talked enough. I have more <laughs> I could go on to get your opinion on, like Malcolm to the orders potentially, or Tiger Woods calling out Greg Norman today. But I, won't, I don't want to do that. What's on your mind here in the five minutes we have left? You know, um, something that came across social media um, was they're popping champagne in Seattle. They're having the best week of all time in Seattle. They just, uh, the Seattle Mariners just swept the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, It's a city that's notoriously cloudy and rainy. They just had four straight days of 73 and sunny. And at number four, they got Shane Wright in the NHL draft. So they're like... They're dancing in the streets in Seattle. Times are really good on the West Coast. So that was kind of on my mind. For a city that hasn't had a lot to celebrate. Believe me, I've spent a lot of time in Seattle. It is a wonderful town. And it's interesting because you said you vacationed there a couple of times, right? Yeah. Yeah, twice. And it's funny. um, I was there three or four days the first time. And I think it was four days the first time, three days the second time. And in total, maybe a half a day of rain. That's it. I had beautiful weather. So I love that city. Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, Mariners have been awful forever. Uh, This is their best season in 20 years, I guess. And so good for them. They're still, you know, perilously on that wild card line. This is their best season in 20 years, and they still might not make the playoffs. How about that? Uh, Seahawks at least got their Super Bowl with our boy Johnny Ryan and Russell Wilson, but they're long gone. It'd be a while before they win another one. We are carried in the state of Washington on TDS cable. I wish we heard. We hear from more people in Oregon, oddly enough, and it's the same cable carrier. But let's hear from more people in Seattle. 
Uh, Tacona Pauly in Winnipeg says that Tiger called out the shark. Nice. That was today. And I got so much stuff going on. My phone's going off like crazy. The front desk called me and said, did you mean to leave a $10 tip on the pillow for your staff or did you leave $10 in the room? I'm like, no, that was meant for her. And they said, well, my, that was very sweet of you. So my phone's going off like crazy. I had these notifications that went awry. Now they're back. Tiger Woods says he wouldn't have invited Greg Norman to the 150th playing of the Open Championship at St. Andrews if it was up to him. This just came down, Moose. I'll make it quick. The 15-time major champion and three-time champion golfer of the year agreed with the decision to reach out to Greg Norman, who was heading the Saudi-backed live golf to tell him his presence at the celebration on champions on monday and tuesday was not welcomed greg norman did not journey to this season tiger's like i agree they called him and said we don't want you here and tiger agreed with it this is what we're going to hear about all week right it's what we're going to hear about all week and tiger talking about the 54 holes versus 72 and you know, um, he, he mentioned the guys that are going for the hundred plus million dollar payouts. And he said, what's the point? What's the incentive to go practice and get better and win? Where's the incentive? You've already got paid a career's worth of earnings, right? So that's that's where Tiger's at. He But he's a winner, right? He wants to win. It's not about the dollars and cents for Tiger. Um, the Greg Norman thing, I, I hate that because the, the Open... The majors aren't part of the tour, right? I mean, they are, but they're not. And, you know, for Greg Norman to not be invited because he's, you know, the guy that's leading this other golf league, I just I just don't like that at all. I guess that's how it's done. Lee Zhenya, I'm smiling because Lee said, and Greg Norman sitting on his bed of cash said, no problem. But listen, <laughs> I, guess that's, <laughs> I guess that's how it's done. I've received that call. Rod, by the way, you're not invited to this. I've got those calls. Um, okay, we're doing great where we are. Thank you. Moose, enjoy the lake, buddy. Talk to you in 24 hours. You bet. Happy All right, see you all tomorrow, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.